This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Welcome to another episode. Yes, another one of Sipping on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Speaking of Nux Misconduct, wherever you listen to podcasts, one swipe, one tap, go find it, make your hockey life just a little bit better. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Nick Bondi, what's up, dog? What's up? Tell the people what you got at Whole Foods today. Oh, man. Well, regular update, man. Every Tuesday. We regular, trying to get a sponsor yeah. out here, man. Yeah, so today I went to uh, went to Whole Foods for dinner. God, they, had, boom, they, boom. they didn't have that much pasta, which was like very hurts, surprising. Hurts an Italian. That, that I, yeah, offends yeah, you, doesn't it? It was either A, they just didn't have that many, or B, I was blind and I couldn't find it. So I got, uh, they had some sort of mushroom penne I had, and I had a couple pieces of uh, fried chicken as well. Oh, and man. shout out to the cashier at Whole Foods. He knew what was up. I was trying to stuff as much as I could into that okay. little thing. And okay. he got and he got like a uh, a rubber band and put it over the oh, thing. Oh shit, he protected you. Yeah. So just cuz he knew like I was just stuffing as much as I could in there. He didn't want it he didn't want to explode on the on yeah, the back a, of the studio. You know, the nice people guy. there, the people there, they care for you. They care for you, man. They're happy all the time there. I've noticed that Whole Foods, if you're listening to this uh, anyone, get us a sponsorship. Got my we'll usual, shout you out. I don't know if, if it's pronounced Lacroix or LaCroix. Mm, see, now you're just throwing out free but, plugs everywhere, man. It's, it's okay. That. Yeah, it was, good. It was a good, good meal. Hey, it always is a good meal at Whole Foods. There you go. That's your that's your free plug. Speaking of good meal, there's no there's no transition there. There's no segue. The Canucks, they finally won. Kind like They, they won. It, 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 it's felt, a win. A it's win's a win. A win. You a know, win's a win. it feels it feels good to win, to win two of three for the city to have a little bit of fun. All right. Uh, oh, man. It's, it's just been a weird time to, to follow the Canucks. I mean, yeah, they're still in a, a quote-unquote playoff spot, that area. By definition, they're they're still a bubble team and have been for a while. But the way they've been playing, man, and, and you could say you could say today they played pretty bad in the last 30 minutes. But the way they've been playing, anyways, it was it was heading towards a direction where, you know, sooner or later they possibly could have been could have been in that direction of not being a bubble team, you know? Yeah. They, they, they weren't winning a lot. I, I, I've heard a lot of a lot of people saying that they, they got by November and it was all right. They played all right. They did what they did. Who said they're playing well in November? I don't, was, I don't think they played well in November. Yeah, I don't think they played well too. People just are, I guess that's just Canucks hockey. You know, they don't have to be that good to be good. Um, my concern was, yes, fans deserve better. They need wins. This team does need to be a bubble team. And just because they are a bubble team at this point, coming off a stretch where they played pretty bad hockey, it should have been concerning. It should be concerning. And now today, you know, they almost blew. Can I say they almost blew a 5-2 lead? We can't do that here. We can't do that today, okay? It was close. We it can't was close. do that. It was close. I, you know what? I think, I think we can. Can we? Look, are are was, we going to be I, those people? Look, are we going to be no, that look, network? Look. It's 5-2. When when I'm on watching the game here with you on, yeah, on, the, on, on, on the, the big screen, screen. On the stream. 
and I'm pointing out defensive errors like, oh shit, that guy's wide open in front of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going. That's bad. That's Canucks hockey, man. That's bad. That's that, not good. That is a. That's Canuck hockey, man. That's been Canuck hockey for a while. You know what? I got to change up the mood, man. You know, we got to be positive on this thing, Bondi. Come on. I'm going to read you the last, like, five titles for my episodes. Sure. <laughs> Let's just do this, okay? So the last one was called Be a Bubble Team plus Better Than Henrik and Daniel. I talked about how the goal should be to become a bubble team. This was after they lost to the Oilers and that Leon Dreisaitl and McDavid are having better years or having a better year than, than any year Henrik and Daniel had. Any stretch, Okay. Okay, yeah, the I'm one before you. that, the one before that was fuck November, fuck excuses, and top five Christmas gifts. Now the only reason I talked about Christmas gifts was was because I felt bad. <laughs> I felt you bad. I was just going whole, in. You didn't want the whole. Episode yeah, to be just I felt super bad negative. for the children. You know, I know I got like some fifteen year olds that listen to the show, and I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them. You know, they love the Canucks. They want to see them win. They have every right to be upset after games. They're young. They're young and dumb. Okay, three episodes ago, ago it was uh, I didn't watch the game plus the state of hockey. The one before that, I didn't watch the game, part two, <laughs> plus Daniel <laughs> Wagner's tweet. And the one before that was, they suck tonight, plus we love our BC Buds. Again, I ended off with some positive positivity. Man, it's been it's been a weird stretch. It really has. The city, it deserves wins. Again, I'm not saying this team is elite, but to be a bubble team, you need some wins. You can't go on bad stretches for a very long time. And I was concerned that, and, and a part of me is still concerned. Again, I'm trying to keep it positive. I'll keep it positive. Okay, I'm sorry. They need wins, Bondi. They need well, wins. if you want to be a bubble team, you should be beating teams like the Ottawa Senators. Exactly. You shouldn't be struggling. You know what? I got to keep it positive. You just need wins, Bondi. It was, it was nice. I'm glad that the people in the arena who paid probably top dollar to go see Alex Burrows, who we'll talk about later, have his name inducted in the ring of honor. I'm glad those people went home a little happy. I'm glad the people who were watching get to go to sleep knowing that their team won that they possibly could be a bubble team. If they blew that lead, are we going here? Yeah, let's go here. Okay, let's just, oh. th theoretically speaking, if they blew this lead. <laughs> Woo! I, I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm, I was kind of secretly hoping for it, just because <laughs> oh, yeah. it would make a good episode. Welcome like, to the Nux Misconduct Network. We're just those motherfuckers, man. Nah, man, it would have been, been something else. I did see some, some tweets hovering about, you know, what is Travis Green doing? Where's the timeout? But hey, the Canucks, they won five to two. You want to talk about one real big positive? Hey, shout out to Thatcher Demko, man. He was incredible. A lot of those saves, because your Canucks, yes, your Vancouver Canucks, when they get a big lead, they don't they don't like to play hockey anymore. They give up tons of chances. Yes, tons of grade A chances. And Thatcher Demko, yes, he had a cushion, a big one, a four-goal cushion. Uh, he was a huge part of this win. There were so many chances in like the second, third period where I thought, okay, this is a goal, and they're, you know, Sensorina back in, and Demko made a great save. And yeah, you, you made a good point. It seems like anytime the Canucks just get a big league, they just forget how to play hockey. Maybe oh, Travis, facts. maybe, you know, Travis Green, or no, not Travis Green, maybe, you know, Bo Horvath's like, all right, guys, take, take the night off. We got this. Oh, I sure hope you know not. what, man? We got to keep it positive. Just listen to the music, man. Sorry to cut you off. We got to do it for the fucking children. How about Tanner Pearson, man? <laughs> Tanner Pearson. The guy's a G. He's playing well right now. He is, uh, he's filling up that gap because that gap is always going to be there. He's not going to do this forever, right? This is not, this is not your Canucks where Tanner Pearson is, is playing at the top of his game every game. We've seen it in the past. This is what he does. He's on and off. He's been good as a Canuck, 
but I don't think he's the answer for the second line. But right now, he's he's doing things. He's having fun out there. Yeah, you know, I think if the Canucks want to be a, a solid bubble wild, team, bubble team, yeah, they need guys like they need the middle six forwards like Tanner Pearson to you know they don't have to like rip up the league. You don't have to put up like seventy plus points, but they gotta show up here and there because not every night you know the top line's gonna go for you know combined six seven points or whatever. So you you need those middle six forwards that. Like, he doesn't have to, like, rip, rip it up. He just has to, you know, be okay. And he was he was yeah. pretty good tonight. And like I said, I think that that position with Horvat, it's always going to be a revolving door for this team to be that strong bubble team. Should that be the new thing? The Canucks have to be a strong bubble team. None of this hesitation, none of these question marks. They just got to be a bubble team. Do they got to make the playoffs? No. Just be a fucking bubble team. Have meaningful games in April. You cannot have months in November. Yeah, I'm supposed to be positive. What am I doing? You know what? That hey, door. Won. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. won. Don't worry that about door won. will be open for players to sit sit alongside Horvat, do your part, get some goals. If it if it does, if it does become revolving every week, you just gotta hope for one of those guys to step up every now and then. Speaking of stepping up, Adam Gaudet, there's no doubt in my mind that this guy is sticking with the team for the rest of the year. No, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I think he's proven himself to be a pretty good third line scoring oh, yeah. center. Oh yeah, and, and now when Brandon Sutter and Jay Beagle come which back, which is soon, which is very, which is very soon, according to reports, they got a decision to make. What are they going to do? What are they going to do with those guys? What are they? Who are they? Who are they? There's, I think, there's a lot, and Roussel's back. Furlan yeah. could be back soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you about Roussel after this, but you brought up a good point. Those two guys are coming back, probably around the same time. That Beagle and Sutter combination as your three and four centers. Uh, it's going to create a logjam. It's Schaller and Erickson. Yeah. I'm sorry. Schaller had that run in October I, where he was the MVP of the team, the MVP <laughs> of the week. The fu- like, everyone knew how his face looked like. Like Schaller coming into the season, people actually forgot about this dude. And he and he managed to have, yeah, a great start. But now he's invisible again. And because of guys like Adam Gaudet and even a guy like Jake Vertanen, who I've been impressed with. I Wait, would did say Tim Schaller play tonight? Exactly. It's just I legitimately don't Erickson know if he played, played tonight. Or. It's, hey, Erickson had a like, great penalty kill in the end of the game. <laughs> oh, man. Say what you want. He still got on a penalty kill. Oh, man. $6 million for a penalty killer. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Give me give me a couple players you're, you're getting out of the lineup. Not Does McEwen count? I guess so. He's I think coming he's up the, for sure. He's easiest, I think he's the easiest one because he doesn't Do you need put a, Erickson back in front of Schaller? Pardon? Do you put, do you put Erickson back in the box in front of Schaller? You don't have a choice when he's making $6 million. Or one of them. Oh, man. I think the the easiest way to do it is you put Sutter and Beagle back in, you put Garnett back on the wing. Okay. That's that's the way that's the easiest way to do it when you want if you want to shoehorn everyone in. Yeah. Garnett's doing this, man. He's making he's making the team make I wouldn't say a tough decision, but a decision not, nevertheless. And and yeah, Jake Bertanen playing better hockey. He's he's playing better than Schaller, he's playing better than Erickson. He's staying in the lineup. He really is. Nick Lagoldobin, oh, he's being sent down for sure. Uh, 77 things uh, or reasons Nikolai Goldobin should be in the NHL. You know, not not to call the guys out again, <laughs> but uh, yo, yo, should should we give them an applause because that's hard to do. That's very. That, you know, I I appreciate the commitment to standing a quad a borderline NHLer like that. Oh yeah, and of hats course, off, hats off to that. Those guys write for the fans. They write for the fans. They're trying to make you smile. Is it too mean to call them uh, Goldie Bros? Oh, no. They're they're Goldie Bros. 100%. They're Goldie Bros. They know it. They wrote 77 reasons. 
That of Chris Faber and Quadrelli, the homies. I mean, people make fun of like. Betting. That's just incredible. How do you do that? People make fun of betting bros for like the blind like defense of like the good Branson trade and like the Erickson <laughs> signing at the time. What? Yeah. It's approaching that level for with like Goldie. Oh, for, for, for dude, Gold, Golden. For Gold, Gold, man. Uh, Goldie stands. It's over for Goldobin as a Canuck. It just is. I don't think he, uh, yeah, he's one of those tweener guys. He does well in the AHL, but that transition to the NHL is tough for him. And on this team, that's coached by Travis did he, Green. Did he play tonight? It's I'm not I'm happening. A, I'm a gentleman. No, no, he didn't. He I know. Didn't did Schaller play tonight? Did, uh, did Erickson, did Goldobin play? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's give the next shout-out to Antoine Roussel because we're keeping it super positive. You know, the Canucks won 5 Despite two, the past goalie talk, we are keeping it yeah, super positive. We're keeping it positive. Antoine Roussel returns. And, and to really nobody's surprise, unless... Yeah, unless you're just, like, really eyeing in on the ACL surgery, which is a huge surgery, especially in the game of hockey. Uh, this is just, this is just what Antoine Roussel does all the time. From his time in Dallas, I, I just remember pl- the guy playing amazing all the time. And now with the the Canucks, he doesn't. I can't remember this guy having many bad games. And again, he just got back into the lineup. Huge start, big hit, gets a goal in the same ship. Salutes to Burroughs, yeah. gets the people on his side right away. This guy's going to become a fan favorite for the the, the duration of his contract. I already know it, and he's got what three years left or two two and a half years left. Yeah, and he's kind of the spiritual successor to Alex Burroughs in the sense that he's kind of like a French pest. Love those love those players. Oh, yeah, 100%. And he's good at it. Hey, you know what? He's great at it. You know what they should have done for old time's sake t- tonight? Put him on the line with Pedersen and Besser. Well, I do think that... Let's see, let's we, see we, how it goes. We talked about Horvat and how his, his line mates are always revolving... You know, that obviously opens the the door for Miller to slot down, and the, then there's going to be a spot with Besser and Pedersen, and, and why not put uh, Roussel there? Uh, people are going to alternate. I, I do see that happening. I do see that happening. I also see with the logjam. Tell me what you think about this, okay? Uh, why doesn't Adam Gaudet get a shot in the top six as, as a winger? If Beagle yeah, and Sutter come, yeah. yeah well, try I, I, out. I can't see that happening. That, like, what do you have to lose at this point? Just- yeah. Josh Levo's confidence? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you, ha- you know you have one good line yeah. in, in the long oh, line. Oh, a great line. A great line. Those so, guys today played played yeah. good. And you always know Again. and you and you always know if you can put Miller with Pedersen and Besser, you got a good line going. So yeah, why not? You know, mix and match the second line, wingers with Horvat, see what works. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Adam Gaudet. I can see that happening. Interesting type of player. I wouldn't say he's a sniper. I think he's teetering. Be a, a pretty good two-way player, still young, still young in his career. I just wouldn't know if uh, I would say he's like he's gonna be an effective bottom six player. Hey, we we, got the, we got the positive music on. Oh yeah, right sorry, this sorry, is, sorry. Okay, this is, get, this is appro- rapidly okay. approaching negative talk. Yeah, I don't okay. want to hear. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear too. Adam, Adam Goddard, great. Adam Goddard, doing his thing, impressing the masses. Not go, not not becoming a Utica comment anytime soon. I think his career is done as a Utica comment. I really do. I really do playing that well. Your Canucks. Positivity hour on Alex Burroughs night. We're gonna talk about Alex Burroughs right after the break. Hey, maybe we'll run the read. We should re- we should read that little part on uh, slaying the dragon, okay? Because I got questions. I need answers. Basically, I need consulting. Maybe I think so. I'm going through a phase, man. How come I didn't feel the emotion that other people were feeling? You know, I had bedrooms painted in Canucks colors. I met Alex Burroughs. I have a good story about Alex Burroughs. I told it on the the top 10 players of the decade episode that you can find somewhere in the itinerary. But we'll get to all that after the break. This is Nick Bonney. This is Kyle Bowen. 
This is sipping on a 40. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And further details of this continuing story. Okay, okay, we are back. Kyle Bowen talking to you. I'm with Nick Bondi. This is Sippin' on a 40 and we're bringing back the segment it's been a while i guess i haven't been reading much i'll be honest i haven't been reading over the last week bondy you're a reader don't you feel like you have your best days when you're reading some books like it just when it's part of your plan and you just swipe it off the bucket list i don't know it, maybe it's just a me thing but I, when i read books throughout the day throughout the week i feel like i'm just on top of my game yeah it's hard to find time for it but yeah it's it, hard it, excuse it a bit of an very excuse rewarding yeah, very rewarding. And this book right here, the one in front of me, this is 100, Canu 100 Things Sorry, Canucks fans should know and do before they die. This was written by Thomas Drance and Mike I remember Alfred. reading it back in the day. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah you've been, yeah, you, I think, finished this book. I, I've just been jumping from, uh, from thing to thing because that's what they do here, okay? No chapters, just things. And this is thing number 88. Hey, we were just talking about Adam Gaudet. What are the chances? Is it about Adam Gaudet? No, no, it isn't. Aww. This is about slaying the dragon, okay? Alex Burroughs. Or the, uh, what would you say, the uh, somewhere in the millions that someone is going to mention Alex Burrow slaying the dragon. And I'm talking about just it, today. It, it was Yeah, it was mentioned every time they talked to him. I mean, it's yeah. probably the biggest moment in his Canucks history. But Oh, yeah, and people you like have to, to mention it. But Hey, I'll say this, and it, and it really leads to... He's kind, where, he kind of came up with the same answer every time as well. Oh, 100%. He's got it on lock. You know, yeah, he knows what's up. Alex Burrow. He's a pro. He's a fucking pro, okay? For a guy who was uh, an elite first liner for about three years. Elite ball hockey player. Elite ball hockey player. You know, just, just a grinder. Grinded his way through the NHL. For this guy to have the accolades, and for some people to say that this guy's going to be a, you know, a great, a great person in management, you get it. After seeing a whole day where this guy handles press... The guy is very well spoken. And all these very all, passionate. And all like the kind of connects guys who've been around the team for a while always say he's like super smart and there you go. Like he knows the game. Exactly. They speak highly of him. And again, after today, handling the press, answering the same fucking question seventeen hundred times in a span of six hours. And he answered it every single time with just the right amount of emotion. Didn't fake it. Okay, this is this is thing number eighty eight. We just jumped through paragraph to paragraph. I picked out two. It's nice. Okay, Vancouver's issues with Chicago went deeper. They cut to the core of the team in the city, putting their collective psyche in a box labeled fragile. Eventually, the Blackhawks owned a large chunk of real estate in Vancouver's head for the better part of three years. Boom, bam, boom, bam. You keep reading, you find this paragraph, which, which kind of sums it up, okay? Vancouver's nerves going into the final contest were beyond frayed. They're talking about Game 7. Three straight losses, the Luongo Schneider drama, which was crazy. Yo, Bondi, remember that? President's Trophy winner, Vancouver Canucks, just on a streak, just on a run, probably the best regular season in a while. I don't know the I don't know the exact number, but at the time, I just remember that regular season being remarkable. They were pretty much first in everything, okay? 
They blow a 3-0 series lead in Game 6. Your backup, who I know was a one a 1-B one at the time, comes in. It's this is game six, right? it's, it's game six, right? It's game six. They lose it. It's, yeah. it's just drama. No, it, and, pe- and what people don't uh, maybe forget about that game is Schneider comes in. He cramps up. Oh, he cramps up man. on the penalty shot for Michael Fry. I think exactly. it was Michael Fry, right? And yeah. Luongo has to come back in oh, and try man. and like, save the game. And we're talking man, about Luongo. Luongo, Luongo bear- has like the craziest like backup stories oh, yeah, 100%, ever. 100%. He had, he had, he had to, Danny Saber had to come in what that one drama. playoff game. What drama. You know, at the time... Young chap in myself. Oh, man. I just I just remember stressing out. It was hard to go to school. Okay. So the Luongo Schneider drama and Chicago. It was Easter Sunday as well. I remember game six. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Man, flashbacks. This is good because it's all going to lead into, again, the consulting I need. Okay. And, and Bondi's going to help me with that. Okay. The Luongo Schneider drama and Chicago's confidence, now sky high, set the stage for a game in which everything was on the line. Win and the Canucks would exercise their biggest demon. Lose well, most didn't want to think about that. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the 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 notion that they could have lost that game and things would have exploded. Okay, so that's that's why people weigh such a big importance on Burroughs slaying the dragon, doing what he did, and and not not to play devil's advocate, but don't you think at the end of the day, looking back. The Canucks did somewhat get the same result. I mean, everyone feared that this core, well, that core at the time with Vigneault, Kessler, the Sedins, Burroughs, Luongo, Schneider, Airhoff, you know, the core, the, the best Canucks team ever assembled. Everyone feared that that team would fall apart and not win a cup after losing to Chicago in Game 7 of the first round. Well, well, that that same core didn't win a cup. They just, you know, it happened, it happened later. Yeah. Where their oh, goal, they never go on that run. They never go on the run. They never Fair go enough. on that run. I just think that the they end never end goal, the Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. The end, okay, there you go. This leads, This is a perfect segue. I did. I can't I can't lie to myself. I really can't. I, for some reason, didn't feel so emotionally attached to this, this particular moment. And it, it was a special one. Burroughs deserves all the credit he's getting. Great story. Great Canuck. A legend and a, a dude who embodied Vancouver. I, I appreciate anyone that embraces the city the way Burroughs did. Again, I don't feel emotionally attached to the moment because I think I'm, I think I'm fucked up forever, man. I really do. I don't think I can celebrate losses anymore. Like I can't even look back and, and they, pluck out the good huh? moments. They won. No, just in general. The 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 they amount won the of, game. I don't get. Always, I don't get your point here. No. Okay. We always. Maybe it's this like loser mentality and glorifying. I know they won the game. They won the game. Just remembering 2011 for what it was. And I'll say this. I think I I remember it more for what it wasn't. And isn't that a problem? Shouldn't I be looking at positive? Shouldn't I be remembering those moments? I remember a, a tweet that I saw yesterday and it was a perfect tweet. Georgia Twist. She said that this was the pinnacle of her sports life. And it was Burrow scoring in game two, which was on the same yeah. run. Uh, I feel and the same way. I, I legitimately, the, I, I, yes, I legitimately thought after their she, Alex Burrow scores that goal, we're winning the cup. How do they lose four and five? That was yes. like, how do they lose four and she, five? She nailed the tweet. I I feel the same way. That was the greatest moment at the time. Nothing's ever been better. I I don't remember the feeling. Again, I I think I've like run away from those moments. That moment in time. I don't remember how exactly I felt, but I I can't say without a doubt that was the highest point of my sports my sports fandom. But still, I like I just can't get I can't 
Lock out the positives. Is is, is there something wrong with me, man? Or is maybe is it just the maybe. way it is? Look, I, I, am look. I just one person that I I actually can't stand the fact that over fifty years this team has only advanced past the second round three times, have gone to the finals three times, have lost in two game sevens in, in horrible fashion. And does that diminish? Yeah, I just, that is, does that diminish Alex Burrow's goal? Yeah, it, maybe. I think what well, you have to. I think I, again, look, I'm saying he deserves what he got today. Okay, I just want look, people to know that. I'm just talking about look, my feelings. It's an honest podcast. I don't. I didn't get the goosebumps. I'm but, listening to okay. Trevor's episode of the Quickie. He's saying all these good things, and I'm like, "Yo, I kind of want to feel that, but I don't feel that." Uh, you just have to just take that moment. Okay. All right, take that moment. Game seven. Yeah. Chicago. Remove or, uh, the whole run. Don't even think about the rest of the Canucks history. All right. Okay. Don't forget. Forget all like what he said. No, pass the second round or whatever. Okay, yeah. Just think about that moment, and as long as you just think about that moment, you're good. Oh right? man. Look and just about, smile. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who brought it up today, but that is legitimately a big goal because who knows how this Canucks team looks if yeah. Burroughs doesn't score that goal. Yeah, maybe 100%. Elaine Vigneault's fired. Maybe, oh, bro, you know, everything's gone. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll fix the Schneider and Luongo drama because that would have been the reason, yeah. right? That yeah. would have been the reason. Vigneault gets fired. Who knows who coaches? Who knows who coaches this team? Uh, there might be changes with the top six. I don't think Henrik and Daniel goes, but hey, Burroughs even said it. He might have gone, you know? He might have gone yeah. after that. Yeah. Again, uh, I, the, I'm the being a cynic. I remember a cynic. looking back, the feeling I remember from that game afterwards is relief. Oh, and of course. Because, hey, like they almost pulled, they almost managed to do the biggest choke job in, like, ever. 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 Uh, like, it would have been Tampa level. Yeah, yeah it would have been. They, they would have been the Tampa Bay Lightning oh, last 100%, 100%. year. 100%. Way before the Tampa Bay Lightning, right? 100%. And that goal in game two in overtime that Alex Spurrow scored, which people didn't really talk about. That much today. I thought people would talk about that goal more. It was still a very big goal. It's a dart. You know what? It's just a uh, they didn't win and they burned the city. Like this, the 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 city burned down. I mean, again, you know, that, it's that's just, still that's it's still a, a dark goal. moment. It's that's a very still a huge big, goal. You oh, bro, again, the most important, like yeah. the the high, the biggest high in my that sports life. Yeah, that peak. was the Mount Everest. The only thing that will, you know, like overtop that is you know if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers win a Super Bowl or yeah, if the the city of Vancouver gets a cup. You know, going into future Stanley Cup Finals, uh, nobody is going to think the Canucks are going to win the Cup, like put put money on it, guarantee it, until they get the fourth win. No. <laughs> 100%. That's not happening anymore. No, 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 one's, no one's guaranteeing any shit. Yeah, nobody's guaranteeing shit, okay? Okay. Yeah, it was a good conversation, okay? Again, all day today, people talking about it. People loving Burroughs. I got mad respect for Burroughs. The, the story about the time I met him, it was after he signed that four-year deal worth $8 million, which at the time was by far the biggest bargain in the league. I met Burroughs at a Bell. I don't even have a phone plan with Bell. I just I just didn't want to get his autograph, okay? Shook his hand, and I was where, like— Where was this? At Guilford Mall, Surrey. He was in Surrey? Yeah, he was doing some signings. Like, oh, he was okay. like doing a little little press run for himself. Okay, so are you this this story made it sound like he was a shopping for oh, a no, no, and no, 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 like no, he went no, up no. to him and was like No, no, I don't think he's making him making himself to uh what 152nd? No, no, he's not doing that. No, I met him at Adabel doing the things for the fans. Shook his hand and I was like, "Yo, I, I straight up said this to him, right? I'm an open dude. I don't give a fuck who it is. I'll talk to anyone." I was like, "Yo, I appreciate you taking such a cheap deal. <laughs> did you say? And I did you say cheap I deal? swear, dude. I said, I said, thank you so much for taking a cheap deal. And you know what he said, man? He said, I did. He's like, I did it for the fans, and I love this team. I don't know. Again, this guy PR trained. I don't know. I don't believe yeah. it. I think that's what he actually felt 
actually imagine, felt. I can, can you imagine someone coming up to you and saying, yeah. thank you for not making that much money? Yeah, exactly. That's Dude. Bro, I was a hockey nut at the time. When I see this guy making $2 million in a cap world, oh, bro, got to give the guy a hug. I should have given the guy a hug. He was a big reason why those Canucks, you know, outside of his play, were able to look the way they did because he took such a cheap deal. Now, today on an interview on Sakaris and Price, Mike Gillis hopped on and they talked about how when they made that deal with Burroughs, they pretty much guaranteed him that they would have his back afterwards. Uh, okay, a little no. under the table. like That's some mafia shit, yeah. eh? That's right, Frankie, Aquilini, yeah. Aquilini president. Like, just, just fucking hanging I imagine, over I imagine Francesco's office is like, Don Corleone's office <laughs> from The Godfather. That's how I picture it. Oh man! My, so oh, my man. so my Alex Burroughs story is similar to you. I met him at a meet and greet. Oh nice! And this was for the NHL 12. The back remember back in the day? Yeah yeah, said, yeah. EA, EA game. Yeah, yeah. EA, what yeah. was it? What's the story? EB Games. No, this one was at the Best Buy. Oh sick! This is on the Best Buy. I met Henrik and Daniel at EB Games. But anyways, carry on. I met I met Alex Burroughs at the. This was at the Best Buy on off Broadway in Canby, and he was signing shit. For like NHL 12. So I managed to get my custom copy of NHL 12 signed. And only signature I have on any Canucks jersey, Alex Burrows. Sick. Perfect. I have yeah. a signature too. Well, yeah, because I met him. You know, I would love to bump into him. And, you know, I was just like a, a small little Hindu kid. Squeaky ass voice. I, I, I wonder if he actually remembers that moment. Because now thinking of it, yeah. If a, if a kid came up to me and was like, yo, thanks for, you know, taking a big fat pay cut <laughs> and not making the money you deserve. You, you uh, be like ready, I said though, you'll be ready to throw hands. You like you want to go? I legit think he had no problem with it. Again, say what you want about Burroughs. I know, I know, fan bases outside the one in Vancouver and, and I guess Ottawa don't don't see Burroughs the way that we do. He again embodied Vancouver. He actually wanted to be here, man. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the money mattered. Coming from a ball hockey background. ECHL barely making it to the show. I think he was happy to make $2 million. And I think he believed that he would get paid back. And he eventually did. He signed a bigger deal, a long-term deal. Didn't really deserve the money at the time. But, hey, he got his money back. Alex Burroughs defined kind of that era of Canucks us against the world mentality. Mm, he wanted to be a part of it. Better, better than any other Canuck at the time. He wanted he was, to be he, a part he of was, it. He was, he was like, at, at that time, it was Canucks. Everyone hated the Canucks. It was us against the world type thing. And Burroughs like, yeah, bring it on. No, 100%. 100%. Alex Burroughs, ring of honor. Again, deserves it. I'm just an honest dude. This is an honest fucking podcast. All day today, I see I see people glorifying, being so happy about the situation. I'm not feeling the connection. Maybe it got bitter. I started thinking, hey, you know, the team pretty much didn't win a cup and ended, ended up in the same scenario that I think would have happened if, if Burroughs didn't score that goal and let's say Sharp did. It would have broken apart. And like I said, the team didn't win a cup. That core didn't win a cup. But it doesn't matter, right? It's a, do we still have the positivity music in the background? Oh, we still do. You know what? It's a long season. Maybe that love, that passion, that fandom will come back for the Vancouver Canucks. But for now, I'm just going to have your back, okay? Every single game, we do a post-game show. I'm, I'm so glad to be back on regular programming schedule. It's fun, man. And it's fun seeing the team win again, the city being happy. Be a strong bubble team. So the, so the next games that Saturday, what, what's going on? With the, who's making the schedule for the Canucks? Yo, a home okay. game at one p one uh, one in the afternoon. I'll Saturday. say this. I'll say this. I'm gonna let it slide because chances are that Saturday night it'll still be shown on. Do you think it'll be shown on Hockey Night? So national TV, one o'clock. I know it's sometimes. I know that's yeah, early, probably. but probably okay. Let's say it is. I guarantee John Shorthouse and Cheech will get the national spotlight they deserve. 
yo, I can't stand these seven o'clock games on a Saturday and where Dave it's Dave Randolph. Randolph. Yeah. It's not fair. Uh, it's not fair to John Shorthouse and Cheech and Dan Murphy. Again, we're talking about a team with Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen. All right, that's that's not fucking fair. Yeah, that's get, bullshit. They know the team. Get, the, get this Dave Randorf goof off oh, my TV. Man. Hey, I got nothing against Dave Randorf. Just I don't do, do the connection. I, 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 I don't. I don't like him. Fair enough. I don't like him. Fair enough. I don't. You think the presentation is a positivity? Like, and we're ripping Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, this is sipping on a forty. Okay, shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Go get the network wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, man, we've done a hundred episodes, over one hundred episodes. It's December. We give you hockey content, and Bondi. Hey, man, he's coming out with something in January for us too. We're excited. He's been doing a lot of work for us. Hey, I don't know who's. I don't know who's harder working. You. Or that fan to Abby guy, man. Definitely fan to okay, Abby. Okay, yeah, cool. We'll get the guys some no credit. Question. Okay, okay, okay. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, we appreciate it. Positivity, all right? All the time here on Sippin' on a 40. <laughs>